Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Why Is Cats? Thank you so much for listening again. I'm Cameron James, aka Jim Jams, and you are Ben Elwood, aka Benny Ellie Dots. Last week we had Alexi on and we talked about the West End musical. Mm-hmm. I went in thinking, like, he's going to love this. He's going to shine so much light on it. But he shone a dark light on yeah. it and revealed... <laughs> a black light. A black light <laughs> and revealed the disgusting grime that we we knew was there, but we now we've seen it. Alexi is not our jellical ally. I started to think maybe we're the only ones who, <laughs> who love it in the world. So we've got a whole cavalcade, a whole jellical cast yeah. of comedian friends that we've invited onto the show to pick their brains and try to get to the bottom of Wires Cats. Let's do it. December 28th, 2019. Already, if we want to go back to it, we weren't technically invited to this <laughs> premiere. <laughs> we were, our friend Justin Hamilton was invited yeah. and then he couldn't go, so he gave it to us. So we already felt like, fuck these people, fuck this screening. <laughs> January 2020. Hang on. What? Don't bring me into any of this. Well, you brought us into this. No, you're right. The whole fucking reason we're on this ridiculous journey is because you couldn't go to the premiere that you were invited to. I'd like to apologise to the world. (laughs) Hello, my name is Justin Hamilton. I'm a stand-up comedian and writer. Yeah, so, you know, it was so funny because uh, because I... did movie reviews for like 10 years for mm-hmm. Perth Radio. But uh, but anyway, so I still get invited to movies now and again and I got this invite to Cats and I immediately got in touch with you, Ben, and yeah. said, oh, we need to see this. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, and then I forget what came up, but something came up and I was, uh, uh, I didn't want you to miss out, so I said, hey, just, you know. Yeah. Cam came straight to the fore. Mm-hmm. And then... And then 24 hours later, I hadn't heard from you guys. So That's do you remember right. that? I remember and I this. sent you, I sent a text message, uh, and I was, I, I was really curious that I hadn't heard from you, because I thought, <laughs> oh, don't tell me it was just kind of bad. Do you know what I mean? Like it would have it would have made me really sad. So I remember sending you guys a text message going, "Oh, this is bullshit. I can't believe I sent you tickets. I've been waiting all day trying to trying to hear what you think about cats." And, um, and then and then the text messages started coming in, and I went, "Oh, what have I missed?" Yeah, yeah. We had a whole debrief, man. It took us a couple of hours to really you know, talk it, it out. There was a part of me, like a very very tiny part of me, that was like. 
Are they really angry at me that they just lost <laughs> no. those two hours that the they'll never get opposite. back? No, man, we worship you because yeah. we gained those two hours. Yeah, you're all Deuteronomy to us. We, we're gathering around, we're worshipping you, kissing your little paws. Yeah, looking at oh, no you worries. with Thank sleazy you. little fuckers. <laughs> Hi, I'm Craig Anderson. Hello, I'm Craig Anderson. Hi, I'm Craig Anderson. I'm a television comedy producer and director. And a few years ago, I also made a horror film called Red Christmas. When I was a teenager, I had to study contemporary performance. Uh And I had to see a lot of it. And that doesn't make much sense most of the time. And people are proud of that, uh, the performers. And then you read what they've written over an essay and you go, oh, that was about the government. When you say contemporary performance, you mean like movement and dance? Movement, dance, people throwing food at each other, just random events. Performance art is what most, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then I saw, and I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. And then I moved on to watch movies a lot Mm. and there's nothing like that in movies. I'd seen maybe Jodorowsky was a bit strange. Mm -hmm. And you go, okay, that's a little strange. Then I saw AI by Steven Spielberg and Kubrick, right? But that is the first time in a cinema with a blockbuster audience on a Friday night that I felt a bit strange. When the boy dies yeah. and waits thousands of years for aliens oh, yeah. to pick him up. Oh, yeah. And that's like a plot point that is mm. off the chain nuts, mm-hmm. right? And I thought, that's amazing. I'll never experience something so strange again. To be with an audience for a blockbuster film and have a contemporary a performance art moment occur until this movie. But this movie came out and <laughs> things were happening on screen <laughs> that I would expect. I used to judge Tropfest films and I'd see all 800 that were entered in the early 2000s and there was bug fuck crazy stuff in them. And you go, oh, well, that's because you don't know what a film is. You've made a slideshow of flowers and you've called it a film. Or you went deep sea diving with scubas and you had a table there and you pretended to eat food and that's an eight-minute entry. That's not a movie. That's just a documentation of something that occurred. (laughs) But with some added art. And I liked that weirdness of things you don't expect. I did not think that someone could spend Mm. so much money to make an audience, uh, normal people, sit there and see something. It blew my mind. that In the first five minutes, I was like, how did they have the money to do this? This is what crackpots do. And I'm used to seeing crackpots hand me things that are fucking shot on their phone that it looks like a psycho shit and you go, okay, yeah. But it's it's crappy and not done that well. And sometimes it's done one element okay and you go, oh, well, that's good. But watching this, every element was pulled off, achieved the way this crackpot wanted it to be achieved. And that blew my mind because no one's gone, hold up, don't do that. (laughs) Everything you're doing is wrong. It's cool that you can do it, but let's not do it because we want to make a movie and make money and do what every movie's always done. We don't need to do what you're... Stop it. No one has stopped the director and said, you can't do this. This is insane. (laughs) Hi, I'm Greta Lee Jackson, and I make videos for TV and the internet. So um, you saw Cats for the first time? Yes. How was it? No, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was texting you guys probably like 15 minutes into it. I fucking hate this. (laughs) When you messaged us... 
<laughs> you were about 40 minutes in and you said, I don't know what's happening in this movie. I started to write back, it all gets explained at the very end. <laughs> Just to fuck with you. But you. I thought, I saw the rage in your eyes as I was typing that on. No, 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 I actually can't deal with how angry you would be. <laughs> I've never seen such an emphatic message. I fucking hate this. It's not even done. We're not even, you're not even through the whole thing yet. I know. And I don't even really like movies. <laughs> this is a bad movie. So you realise you hated it about a minute in, I reckon. Yeah. Maybe at least two minutes in. Yeah, two minutes in. They're all they're all taking themselves so seriously. Did you try to get into it? Well, I stuck around, didn't I? Yeah. I shot yeah. for shoes a little bit during it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, royal blue booties are very hard to find. Hi, I'm Naomi Higgins. And I'm Mark Samuel Bonanno. <laughs> and we're um, comedian, writer, actors. Yeah. You guys have seen the uh, 2019 Tom Hooper film Cats, is this correct? Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah is the correct response. Uh, what, do you, what, what did you guys think of it? I, 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 for me... It was one of the best cinematic experiences I've ever had. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I was excited for the movie because I had been really hyped up about it. Yeah. I had listened to some songs yeah. and I was like, okay, this is fucked, right? This is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay, they know, they're making a fucked movie. Everyone knows Cats is fucked. The only thing I've, like, I've seen references to Cats in a million things and it's always about how fucked it is. So we, I was like, yeah, we had tried to listen to the to the soundtrack. Well, we to, succeeded. Oh, succeeded to listening. Like, but, like, earlier, like, years ago, we tried to listen to the, uh, yeah. to, like, the original broadca- Broadway recording and we're like, this is fucking cooked. This like, we amazing. couldn't, yeah, we couldn't follow. Just the, just the amount of times they say jellical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, which is incredible. Anyway, sorry, keep going, Naomi. Um, so I was just excited for it and I started to get mad at anyone who would be like, oh, it's so stupid that they're doing it. And I'm like, I was just like, do you have any sense of fun? Oh, yeah. Naomi, I don't know how yeah. happy I am to hear this. Everyone that we've talked to fucking hates the movie. You guys are the best. Oh, it's just it's wrong. It's really fun. It's really, really fun. It's such a wild ride. Can we start by asking you, Mr. Tom Ballard, longtime uh, fan of cats? Yes. Can you explain the plot of cats? No. What, what is cats about? There is not a plot of cats. It's about cats. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Controversial. Do you think it's metaphorically about something? No. Nothing. No. That's, that's solved our question. Well, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. We're trying to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tom Ballard. I'm a comedian and I love cats. All it is is a theatrical spectacle that is a celebration of the human body and movement, <laughs> the representation of the feline, some cool songs about some cats who work in trains and used to be actors, and you don't <laughs> You don't worry about the plot or meaning. It's just, it just is what it is. And this is why the film is such an atrocity because they're trying to find some kind of plot or meaning in some bullshit songs about some motherfucking cats. I went along. I knew it was going to be bad, right? Like I went into it going, this is going to be bad, but I thought it would be funny bad. But it wasn't. It was just depressing to me. (laughs) And it was a sign of the the collapsing civilization around us, the sign of the end times we're experiencing. This is what culture is now. This is what people think entertainment is. We can't create anything new. We just have to ruin old things. I 
was eight years old, Cats came to Warnable, my hometown in country Victoria. They did a big top tour. Okay, so I was like, so, so, so the big top, this giant tent would come to your small country town. Oh my god! Set up like a giant circus wow. tent, and for a week <laughs> they would perform the musical Cats. And I was eight years old, and I went oh along, and god. I sat in the audience, and I knew nothing about it, and began, and it, and it was it was terrifying and mind blowing. Yeah. This I think it's why I wanted to perform. Or like got involved. Like it was my first theatrical experience. Really? that still resonates in my head. Like, but um. Yeah, like that was that that experience of like this magical um, jellical experience. So, so it's, it's so it's not an understatement to say that it had a profound impact on that you. production. Yes, I still I still seriously when people think like, why did you want to become an actor or performer? Like, I think you know, it was around that age I started doing amateur musical theatre myself. Wow. So, um, yeah, I, it, it really for whatever reason just just blew my little mind. It shouldn't have gotten past a poem, in my opinion. <laughs> So you're advocating for just wiping the, the musical like just off the mat. The musical should not exist. Ever since I was a kid, <laughs> I used to see ads on um, TVNZ for Cats the Musical doing a tour and I used to look at it and go, oh, that looks so bad. <laughs> and I'd see them prancing around and doing all the seriousness and the dumb names and I'd be like... Nah, like I just go. I go. That looks really shit in my like eight, nine year old so brain. Even your childhood brain could not surrender to the mystical world of the Jellicles. And I had a music box that played um, memories yeah. when you a little the little ballerina that spun around. Was a ballerina a cat? Where did you no. get that from? Was that a McDonald's toy or something in New Zealand? It was just no, <laughs> trust, cats merch. Or it wasn't cats merch. Happy meal. <laughs> The most sexually inappropriate Happy Meal toy of all time. Where did you get this? It was, no, get? it wasn't a cat's music box. It was just a music box with flowers on it and you opened up and a ballerina twirled around once you wound it up mm-hmm. and it played the song Memories. But that is that song is only from this musical. I didn't know that. So it was Cat's Merch. So my best friend told me, you know that whiskers on the ballerina's face. No, it wasn't Cat's Merch. It wasn't. <laughs> okay, all right. It was the 80s. It was, it was appropriated. And I didn't know until my best friend told me, it's from Cat's. And I was like, oh, and I couldn't use, I couldn't use the music box Smash anymore. Smash that music box to uh, I just remember cringing and looking at it and going, who would like that? I fucking had the time of my life. We, we saw went. it on Christmas Day and oh, apparently. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Christmas Day in America is like Boxing Day in Australia. It's like everyone goes, a lot of people go to the movies. But there right. were eight other people. Yeah. And this is like in the Chinese theater. This is like a big cinema. Wow. Um, and there were eight people there and we sat down in the middle of the cinema and then as like the like as the lights went down and the movie started to play, I was like, We cannot sit in the middle of the We're cinema. already laughing. We're already like <laughs> We're already like started chuckling and like and like because <laughs> we were just fucked up. And then Naomi was like, No, we have to sit at the back because we're gonna ruin everyone else's experience. Speaking of that cinema, were there anyone do you think there were anyone else here that was present for your screening that was enjoying it on the same level that you guys were? Nah. De- definitely I mean, not. Th- there was only like eight other people, but this was like opening day. This is Christmas Day. I don't think there was anyone else who was like choosing on Christmas Day to go see a film they knew was going to be fun. Yeah, we were away from our families. We had nothing <laughs> oh, else to God. do. Yeah. Guys. You know, like everyone everyone in that, I, I think we, yeah, I think everyone else was there and was like, I want to have a good time. 
I don't have. I'm not. I didn't hear another word out of any. I didn't hear a sound. Out no, of I didn't hear a laugh or anything. Yeah, or yeah, that was uh, it was very quiet. It was just us screaming. Yeah, because it, yeah. it feels like the only way to enjoy this film is with close friends or in that environment where you're kind of on board with laughing at it. I think the people that hate it the most are the people that walk in thinking it's going to be like lame is or something like that, and they kind of feel mm. like they're being held hostage by the film because it is so uncomfortable and it is so disturbing. But if you don't have the permission to acknowledge that in the moment, it feels like I don't want to watch this. This is awful. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And if you're watching it earnestly and heard other people laughing, you just I think you just feel <laughs> out of the loop. And, like, so, I would get so mad mm. if I was anyone else in that cinema on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't they taking Grizabella's journey seriously? Yeah. How did you see it? Well, um, so I had a really interesting experience with it because we had uh, a, a little bit of this thing called a space cookie. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. You should What's try they? Well, they're, they're from space right. in the shape right. of a cookie. What, like up in the sky? Yeah. Who and you, brings them to Earth? Well, the, 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 this very nice Samaritan. Who, wow. Yeah, he just flies in <laughs> and like cool drops guy. them off. And I don't made this Samaritan. Right. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> they're made of like asteroids and shit. He, I reckon he's made of what he gives you. Right, okay. <laughs> so it's like Jesus from space. Wow, yeah, this, cool. this is and my body. And that's why right. I've invited you here today. I uh, would like to you really welcome need to introduce you us to this guy. He's Jesus. Like a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the J Dog's great. Um, so we, we had just a tiny bit and then we went in. And then the. Wait, fir- what's that, what time? Oh, like. It was like a, I managed to find a uh, like a ten thirty in the morning session. Because you, because you, because oh remember, I, because I got you guys, I gave you guys the tickets, yeah. then I went yeah. uh, home to Adelaide, <laughs> and then you guys were telling me you. Then I came back, and then I was really sick yeah. with the coronavirus. I uh, like not the coronavirus. <laughs> it was more, it was the Heineken virus. It wasn't quite as bad. Anyway, and then uh, so then by the time, and I remember you saying, "Hey, we're running out of sessions," and then I yeah, finally, yeah. I finally found one. This was like a week after it came out. It just yeah, got, I know. Like, it was a tough week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I finally found a, a 10.30 session, a 10.50 or something like mm. that. And so I have to say... The most inappropriate pre-midday movie of all time. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, it was full on. Like, I came out and didn't know who I was anymore. I can't imagine having to live with this movie for a day. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see it and then just sit in that and then just you have to do chores and shit. I, I got, got up, shops. I'd gone to the gym. <laughs> I had breakfast. Oh. I was, I was, <laughs> I was pumping. I was ready to go. Fuck. I have to tell you something, and I don't know if you guys were the same. I have never experienced cats in any format mm. before, so I didn't know what to expect. Mm. And best possible way to go in, right? Well, the first fifteen minutes, I had that, like, the 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 sentence that got said the most was. What is happening? Mm. Just over and over again. What is happening? Oh my god! What is happening? What? What is happening? Like it just kept, and and then just hysterical laughter, and then you'd just kind of get your shit together, and then you'd watch it for a few seconds, and then you'd we'd look at my friend and I'd look at each other. What 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 what, what is happening? And then that would set us off again, and then. About 20... The movie makes you feel like you have dementia, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I just was like, felt like, yeah, I felt like I was going insane. And then and then there was like about 
And then I calmed down and I was just kind of able to breathe and watch it. And then at about the half hour mark, they're still introducing fucking cats. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how many fucking cats do they have to introduce? <laughs> Two hours and then, worth. Well, that's it, right? And then at the halfway mark, they're still introducing cats. But I don't know it's the halfway mark. And I'm thinking, how long does this movie go? Is this a, <laughs> is this a three-hour movie? I know how stories normally work. You introduce everyone in the first 15 minutes. Yeah, there's and an inciting incident. Right. And then we get into it and, and then it's, it's over halfway and I'm still meeting fucking new cats. So then I'm like, Having a panic attack. comes in and you don't think it's even begun yet. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. when is this going to end? Like, when is it going to end? Mm. Am I here forever? Like, what have I done? Like, why did I have this space cookie from my Jesus friend? Like, why did I do this? And then it ended. <laughs> I felt such euphoria. I was like, it ended. It has a finishing point. I'm back. <laughs> Woo! Was there a moment where you tweaked that it was building towards the end? Nah. No. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea what was happening. What were your audience like? Were they kind of laughing at it or? No, it was it was such a um, session sapped of any joy. It yeah. was, a, it was oh. I think we went on Boxing Day uh, in mm. Warnable in my hometown with my mum. Oh, so you went back to the side of where with it all began. Side of where it all began. Oh, um, I'd rather watch Basic Instinct with my mum and cats. <laughs> Fuck that. Yuck. <laughs> See that pussy. <laughs> oh, I'm very sorry. Um, and there were kids in the audience and stuff. Not and an appropriate movie. For children. Well, yeah. but it's supposed to be, right? Yeah, this, this is the thing I got horny. halfway through. I was like, oh, I guess this is supposed to be entertaining for children, no. not 30 year old men. No. Gay though they may be. But the kids, I, I there was no, like, there was every time Rebel Wilson fell over on her ass, oh. I guess there was this, like, uh, yeah, I guess that's yeah, kind yeah, of fun. Yeah. I don't think it's for kids at all. I don't think they've built this for kids. No. It can't be. It's so it's so explicitly erotic. <laughs> it's extremely sexual. Yeah, erotic, there's yes. that whole sequence where Taylor Swift is pouring um, catnip. Yeah, yeah, basically roofing the whole uh, party, <laughs> tipping fucking roofing on everyone, and they're all getting horny and like coming. Like Mr. Mistopheles <laughs> makes a cum face that you only see in hentai. He goes cross-eyed yeah. and. Yeah. <laughs> He basically goes like, no. and they all kind of start like writhing around. And I, I just can't see how this is for families or for kids. It mm. feels like it's for no one, <laughs> <laughs> which is really uh, disappointing. It's maybe, because maybe I feel like you've cats. had an experience with the musical. Yes. And obviously it's a huge uh, extravaganza, historical thing. It feels like that has found an audience mm. and then this film has repelled that audience. Yes. It's extraordinary. I mean, yeah, it was such a successful theatrical experience that, yeah, the ability to fuck it up this much. <laughs> That's insane. That's ridiculous. I've watched um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yeah. And that made more sense. <laughs> you know? And those looked like dogs and they were talking, but they sorted their shit out and they had storylines and there were humans talking to dogs. Yep. And that made it, that was still all okay. Like, <laughs> What happened in Cats wasn't okay. Um, <laughs> but it was complicated by the fact that because it was so shortly lived in cinemas, mm. the um, the audience was half people like myself who were there for a laugh yeah. and half genuine fans. And there was a real conflict in the cinema 
because other people were laughing a lot yeah. and yelling meow at things. <laughs> like, especially after Ian McKellar appears and isn't quite on the same <laughs> page meow, as meow, everyone meow, else. Meow, and he literally meow. says meow. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. And that was disconcerting, but it, it, it provided the audience with something to say back to the screen now. Yep. So everyone starts yelling meow all the time. Yeah. And But I could feel that the audience who were there for serious, like my great aunt who's in her 80s would go seriously because she likes those poems and cats and stuff. And I, those types of people were there and were getting angry at the young riffraff right. who were laughing nonstop at how ridiculous it was. So I had an uneasy tension watching it as well, like there was a riot about to happen because <laughs> sure, people sure. were yelling at the screen, <laughs> making fun of it. Other people were going shh and being very aggro. And I'm sitting in the middle, sweating and not knowing what's happening because of the movie Yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. The movie doesn't help. I, well, that's what we're talking about. But the movie it made me feel your worse. Poor. It doesn't hold It kicks you through the cat flap and says, welcome to, welcome to a world of shit. shit, 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 shit. Well, I guess the big question is what if you if you were forced at gunpoint, which, by the way, for those of you listening, we are forcing them at gunpoint um, (laughs) to describe the plot of the movie Cats. What is Cats about? Take your time. Work as a team. Well, there's 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 one thing that (laughs) Naomi and I disagree on quite fundamentally, (laughs) which is I don't think. So it's about jellicle cats making their jellicle choice. What right. is that? Any jellicle cat making the jellicle choice. One, sure. No, they're all jellicle cats. Yeah, but only one is making the jellicle choice. Right, Judy Dench. We've had a lot of fights about this movie. Who has cat legs, <laughs> which is so strange. Such a strange choice to give only Judy Dench cat legs. That fucking upset me so much. <laughs> When they legs. did when they did the fucking wide and she's got those massive thighs and those tiny cat feet, I couldn't. I was like, you can't, you can't, you can't. Why does everyone else have fucking normal legs? And Judy Dench, Tarzo. Yeah, that pollicle dog is not liking this chat at all. <laughs> did, did you notice? Did you notice Judy Dench uh, had purple toenails? You know when her foot's kind of oh. rolling on the lion at the Trafalgar Square fountain. If you look closely, her toenails, <laughs> her human toenails, attached to that cat thigh are uh, purple. Oh. It was made with love, and nobody gives it enough respect. That's <laughs> I, I agree, 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 agree. So before we before we get too deep into this, can you just uh, give us like you know if you had to describe the plot of Cats to someone, what, what is Cats about? I don't know. It's intro song after intro song. I don't know how the characters relate. I get no backstory. I don't know why Jennifer Hudson's crying. <laughs> there's no plot. I don't know. I couldn't tell you the plot. I don't know. What, but what do you think it's metaphorically about? Yeah, if you had to pick that, a couple of words um, to explain to someone. Guns What's ahead. happening in this show or this movie? What is it? Yeah, I was searching for metaphor as well. I was really digging deep there. <laughs> I thought it would come at the end sequence with mm. Judy Dench looking into the camera. <laughs> but mm. no, she introduces a new thought about dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen yeah. a fucking dog the whole movie. It suddenly becomes very important. That to is so funny. I hadn't thought about dogs. dogs for two hours. And at the end she's like, by the way, we're not dogs. And I was like, what? <laughs> I know. I never thought you were. I wasn't going to say you were a dog. Why is that coming in now? Yeah, yeah. now say that at the start when you're saying what a cat is. I had no idea what 
was happening. I had no idea what was happening. I have, de- I have deliberately not done any reading on it. Mm. I have not done anything yep. in preparation for this podcast. That was my prep. <laughs> I did nothing. And I think it's about a bunch of cats getting together and they sing some songs and whoever wins gets to go to pussy heaven. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think it's about. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a great alternate title for this <laughs> show. Pussy Heaven. <laughs> As if that wouldn't sell tickets. That's your assessment of what the film is about. A bunch I of think... cats sing, the one who wins yeah. goes to Pussy Heaven. What yeah. do you mean by wins? Yeah, yeah well, obviously life is shit because mm-hmm. you look like a CGI cat. So, <laughs> no, it's it's like the, life's tough. You're a cat. It's pretty miserable. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, all you've got is the moon to nourish you. <laughs> and so, fuck it, you might as well be dead. And if you die properly, you go to and so, pussy and, heaven. And so, yeah. <laughs> and so your assessment is I've never the said these wretched. words out loud. <laughs> I feel sorry for everyone listening. <laughs> and so your assessment is the most wretched cat gets to die? Uh, no, or just the most person, talented cat? No, I think the cat that... Like, or the most allegorical cat. Mm. Yeah. The, one the most that, categorical cat. The, 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 uh, <laughs> the benical cats. <laughs> Fanatical cats. <laughs> Statistical oh, no. cats. Wait a minute. Mystical cats. <laughs> Magical cats. <laughs> Now I understand why you've got me in the corner. I can't escape. <laughs> Can you just give us a, like a little uh, summation of the plot of Cats? What's what's Cats about? <laughs> well, I'm sure you've gotten it before. You know, okay, Cats is a movie, and I'm not going to say it's a movie. It's all I've seen. It's a movie about a bunch of sort of like a Australian Idol for a bunch of cats. Who are competing to die? From what I could gather, um, that not that it's made clear. The heavy set land, whatever that heavy is. Side layer, thank heavy you. side layer. <laughs> heavy side layer. Heavy side layer. Well, it turns out to be a hot air balloon. Yeah. That just takes you towards the sun, and everyone's like, "All right." Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which, which would ultimately lead to your death. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think like that. I in my brain of seeing movies before might mean. You've escaped something, <laughs> or you're yeah. going to back to Kansas. You know how they all get picked by Dame Judy Dench at the end. They're getting picked at a second chance at life. It's almost like they're reaching the end of one of their lives. <laughs> you, no, you shake your head lives. like, yeah, that's fine. What <laughs> does that mean? Fine. Well, you know how cats have nine lives. Cats have nine lives. So why does the second? Why is that? It? Why not like? Is everyone on their eighth? Like, if that was that's announced what at the I'm, beginning. Well, that's what I said yeah, when we got out of the movie. Them. I said, were they all on their eighth life? Yeah. And this big jellical ball okay. ushers them it's... to the next one. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Is that what that is? That hot air balloon? Yeah, that's then going that's to the That's the jellical ball? No, no, no. The jellical ball. Do you remember the scene? Where... I assumed the, it meant like a dance, like Mr. Darcy's ball. Like yeah, that's what happens. On. So the jellical ball... Do you remember when old Deuteronomy, when Judy Dents first shows up in the kind of like foggy street and they're all like, oh, yeah, they creeped my, out. can it be real? Oh, my, <laughs> yes, my, my. And do you remember that part? Where they all, and then and it's just after Ian McKellen goes, meow, 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 meow. Yeah, yeah, because he's cleaning this theatre for the arrival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and That's then they I have that ten-minute insane dance number where they're all pirouetting around and heaving and everything. That's the Jellicle Ball. And they're all auditioning for old Deuteronomy. When they're in a stage, is that like I do remember there was a stage and a theatre, yeah, yeah. theatre esque yeah. environment. That's the Jellicle Ball. Was yeah. that's where Ray Winston was? Was, was he? He not is on at the wharf. Mate. He's on the barge. Come on, man. What were you? Oh, where the hell were you? Fucking <laughs> 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 I. 
<laughs> Keep up, Craig. Okay. And I don't like the way that main chick is so just walks around doe-eyed the whole time. She well, she's new to the community. She doesn't understand where she is or what's happening. Everyone just, just news to me. Everyone just, <laughs> assu- everyone just assumes she just knows everyone. They just talk to her like they know. Yeah, like, they're introducing themselves. No, they're, they're going, not. You're new. They, no, a lot's assumed there. And I'm like, does she know these people? Or does she not know these people? No, she's the one in the sack that gets thrown into the alley. Yeah, at the beginning of the- yeah. She doesn't know anyone. So they're like, come on, welcome to the Jellicle world. I'm Buster Jones. I nobody like said that. Garbage. <laughs> no, but that's implied. That's what it is, right? It's uh, like it's I'm not some type. I love to fuck. I'm Jenny, any dots? I dance. This is something that I said uh, a couple of weeks ago. Is I said I think we really could have benefited benefited from a little bit of exposition at the start, yes. even if someone literally just said what you just said, where oh. they go, "Hey, I'm blah blah blah. Welcome to the Jellicle world." Jellicles, we're kind of like a tribe of cats, and anyway, let's do. kind of get to know each other a little bit over the next two. Nobody hours. said that, Ben. No, they no. do. They, maybe I'm extrapolating. I've seen this movie a lot, and I swear when she gets led into the graveyard by um, Monkstrap, the uh, oh, the great that fucking name, Monkstrap. Well, you never hear it. You only see it in the credits. Monkstrap. Uh, uh, when Monkstrap leads her into the oh, graveyard. Hello, sounds my like name you... is Vincent. I'll be playing Monkstrap. <laughs> sounds like you bite Max Black. That's fucking horrible. I'll get the ma- oh, can I have the Monkstrap? Oh, one large Monkstrap, please. <laughs> But he says, we are the Jellicles and this is, we are a tribe of cats and uh, each Jellicle has does. a name. And so from then, I mean, if you're paying and attention and not shopping for fucking shoes, you would have uh, <laughs> understood the intricacies of the plot. I really tried. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like I found the lead cat pretty hot. Yeah, were you conflicted by that? Well, only if it was a real cat. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to house sit. That's what I. Mean. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm fine. <laughs> but if you were going away overseas, I'd say you might have to get someone else. <laughs> I'm not saying anything will happen, but it just might be better. But it could. Just get someone else. Just save me from myself. <laughs> yeah, okay. There were times when I was watching that movie where genuinely, like, and I'm not saying this to, like, be funny or be what, like, I was genuinely scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like it's a there's horror that, movie. There's this moment when they're, in the fucking, I'm sure it's a Jellicle house or something, but there's like, it's 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 like about three quarters of the way through the film and it's like a duck. I think it's when Taylor Swift comes in mm-hmm. and they're just like creeping around and it's Jellicle low cats white. come out to play. Jellicle yes. cats are duck, And it's duck, like, duck. I was Jellicle like, this is, black and white. this is a fucking horror show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it was, Willy Wonka going through the tunnel on the boat with like the the rowers keep on rowing. Absolutely, man. Has anyone talked about being scared in this? Because I had moments of fear. Uh, the, the biggest fear I had was that I had lost grip on reality. <laughs> Primarily when Judy Dench, there were 45 degree angle like profile type shots and I went, that's a cat. That looks like a cat. And then she turned and I went, fuck no, that's Judy Dench. But that happened every few moments. Like maybe every 20 seconds I went, no, that's a cat. And then I went, oh no, that's Judy Dench. It's her face. Other people's faces were smoothed out, but she had wraparound fur. Yeah. yeah. Which uh-huh. is not right. Yeah. That's not, that's where it's like, 
I just didn't know what that was. Did you enjoy that feeling of uh, <laughs> gross anxiety? Because <laughs> uh, that is a valid reaction for yeah, a film to get out of an audience. It's fine. If I was watching, um, uh, you know, a Czechoslovakian 1968 experimental film, yeah. I'd go, oh, okay, yeah, you want me to feel bad. Yeah. But I didn't know they wanted me to feel bad. I don't think they but do. But I was feeling bad at that yeah. moment. And I, I still kind of was aware that it was a movie at that point. I was like... No, this is still just a movie. Don't be too scared. <laughs> because you see things like at night, late on YouTube, you click and you go, oh, that is that a turtle or is that like three snakes coming out of a shell? <laughs> because it could be because I don't know what I've clicked on and I'm on like live leak and it could be some dude has tied three snake tails together and put them in a shell and put that on top of a person sleeping and you go, fuck, I'm scared. <laughs> but I had a... <laughs> That's the kind of feeling I had when I saw Judy and this cat mashup. And then when when Judy Dench breaks the fourth wall oh. and eye contact with you, we both like yelp. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like, oh. Well, yeah, I yeah. want to be clear. Like multiple times during the film, Mark would just be like, oh, yeah. and I have to be. And so Mark was scared of all the CGI in the film. I was scared that someone was going to come over and tell us to shut up and kick us out of the theater. So we're both sitting there terrified. And then at one point, Mark's like arm brushed against me, and I'd somehow forgotten he was there, and I thought it was an usher kicking me out. Anyway, the plot, the plot of the fucking thing, in my opinion, is, and Naomi, please, please come in and correct me. All right, I'll, I'll get, I'll so come the, in. So the Jellicle, they're all Jellicle cats. Yeah. Um, they're, uh, the Jellicle choice, one of them is being, is, is going to sacrifice themselves, like, like, and die, I believe, to go to um, heaven, which is called what's it called in this heavy movie? Heavy side layer. He- the heavy side layer, <laughs> right? So one of them is going to perform like ritual suicide or something, or like kill themselves. It's and it, and this is some great honor amongst the Jellical society. Um, uh, so the Jellical, so the Jellical, this is it, right? Like I'm not fucking making this up. This is the fucking plot, right? So the Jellical cats are going to choose the cat to kill themselves, and then every cat wants to do that. So then for the whole film, there's the cats come up and introduce themselves and say, "I should be the one to do that yeah. because I'm." a fucking railway cat or I fucking sit flat on a mat cat or whatever the <laughs> cat, whatever the cat does. Right? I believe and you're then, talking about and Scrimble Shanks and Jenny Any Dots. Thank you. Yes. Right. Thank you. Um, and then, and then on top of that, which I still haven't been able to figure out, there's, there's an antagonist. There was a man <laughs> in a hat who was nude a lot. Um, McCavity. Idris Elba. Yeah. And being the creepiest, I don't know why he was so creepy and weird, but he, I don't know what he was doing there. He was there for something well, that we didn't think, seem to work don't, out. Don't they imply that he, um, he wants to sabotage this big choice that gets made? So he's kidnapping people yes. one at a time to make sure that he'll yeah. be the one who gets picked at the end. But it seems to... <laughs> Because that's how you say hello in this movie. You sing, right? You sing mm, a song. So yeah. as far as I know, people are saying, hello, this is me. Yeah. But what I'm also learning from this guy is that, oh, no, that was a good one. So I need to steal that person and put them on a boat. Right. Which okay. is, I couldn't work out how he was making those choices. Like, you- it seemed quite, uh, like, w- w- was that a good hello? 
And is that? Uh, I think he I kidnaps. Don't... I think he kidnaps everyone who isn't implied to be a criminal cat. So he doesn't. What? So we'll see. <laughs> Sorry. So you know, you know, you know, well, you know Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser. If you notice in that scene, Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser are helping to sprinkle the catnip all over everyone. That's so right. I feel like McCavity doesn't oh. kidnap the, those two. He kidnaps every other cat mm. that uh, is in competition. But I don't think Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser are in contest with uh, McCavity. So the point of his character is that he's eliminating the competition so that he can be chosen to go to the heavy Why side. Why does layer. he want to go? Because as far as I could tell. That depressed cat who dies, mm. who disappears, yeah. that's not a good thing. <laughs> like, that was like, <laughs> that was like putting a cat it. in a bag because it's like, oh, well, you're not very good anymore as yeah. a cat. Off a bridge. Time to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, he seemed full of life and excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he was all dance and sexy, like a, like a sexy, like, go well, for it. Like, in, the, in the stage show, the bad guy, McCavity, yeah. is not a recurring character. He just... Pops up for one he's song. A, he's a he's an overarching force. Like there's always the kind of the the, the ghost of McCavity haunting the wings. But he doesn't uh, he doesn't disappear. People he doesn't appear with his foot lolling, going McCavity and like disappearing. None of that. Happens. Oh, that's right. But, yeah, oh, yeah. So he kind of he's there. He does that a lot. He says his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not like that's not in the musical? The movie's weird. Isn't I think it? that was a choice by yourself. Yeah, right. Like how Ian says meow. Yeah, 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 yeah. he goes. I'll say my name when I leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I disappear into a cloud of pink dust. Oh, that's dust. so okay. All right, Naomi, you go, Naomi. Your turn. You tell us Your what's, turn. The, what's the plot of Cats? Okay, cats take turns singing songs about why they are the one whose life is so bad that they deserve to die and go Bad? Home. Yeah, they're all sick of their lives. That's why they want to move on. No, they're all singing about how good their lives are. Yeah, but they're all like, Jenny Anydots is like, I've done all these things, but I'm fucking sick of it. Now let me die. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like they're all, that's what's confusing to me is I feel like they're all like, I'm a great cat. Like, look at me. Yeah, but there's, but there's an undercurrent of I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to live this life. Because for me, I think they don't, it's like they don't realise that it's death awaiting them. It's kind of like. I it is death. It's death. It's totally I don't know. Death. I want to hear Naomi out. What do you think it is? What happens when they get on the hot air balloon? And what is the heavy side layout? If it's not well, death, what is it? Well, that's. I think the beauty is you don't know. Okay, but, but what, what do you yeah. think? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think. I just don't think it matters. I mean, I think they could be born again, or it could just be the sweet release of death. But either way, Jenny Anydots doesn't have to fucking train mice anymore, and that's a real gift. What? But then who's, so what's the what's that's the a side um, passion project? Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. What is the plot? Sacrifice? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. What, like ritual sacrifice? <laughs> or like the, I wish. Or, <laughs> maybe I would have been interested in that. The sacrifices that we make in order to, like, to live? Like what life is? Life is a series of sacrifices? Is oh, that what you're no. Trying to well, uh, look, I think you're giving this more credit than <laughs> deserves. Look, doesn't she sacrifice her spot at whatever, the hot air balloon for the other one? <laughs> what the white cat does? The yeah. white, no, I think the white cat is the one that uh, allows I the gift permission to to Jennifer Hudson's Grizabella to sing her song. 
Well, then what's the point? I thought she was like, I'm going to be picked, but no, you take my spot. That's what I thought. That's had. actually oh, pretty I actually hadn't considered that. No, neither did I. Maybe because Victoria was being primed to be... Oh, every uh, time you say one of the names, I <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? What's wrong with Buster Jones, Mr. Mistopheles? No, and, yeah. uh, no, no, Mongo Jerry. No. Rumble Teaser. See, Mungo Jerry. Growl Tiger. Do you reckon the band Mungo Jerry was before or after that Mungo oh, Jerry? They, Mungo Jerry? Yeah, yeah, they took their name from the T.S. Eliot poem uh, okay. upon which this is Base. Wait, yeah, what it kind shouldn't of music have... did Mongo Jerry make? They have one hit wonder that's called In the Summertime. You know that one? In, In the, the Summertime. summertime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that woman deserved to die anyway. The, the she Well, she had a lot of problems. The Minji cat that was all broken and sung about the memories. Prisabella. The woman Prisabella. who died. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa uh, Hudson. You, Hudson's? Je- Hudson? Jessica, Jessica Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> She didn't seem like she wanted to live anymore <laughs> throughout the film. Yeah, yeah, a lot of weeping. And so it was kind of just, I think that's correct. So I don't know Wait, what correct occurred. That she, correct that she was right in not wanting to live or correct in... No, no, correct in that the movie, I don't know what happened, but a woman who seemed the saddest got to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I'm glad that seems satisfying. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in that that was the end for her and... That seemed appropriate. If you were old Deuteronomy, would you have picked Grisabella to die? She's Judy Dench, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't... I don't think... She picked... I didn't... I guess I... I'm sorry. I'm not... Can I... I, I, Is this the time to tell you I saw it really high? (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait for the behind-the-scenes documentary mm. or the tell-all book mm. that comes out five years from now. <clears throat> this is one of those movies where the creation behind it yep. will be more interesting than the film that actually was oh, made. Yeah. You just know that it's going to be one of those documentary trailers that has the... Um, what's that piece of music that's... Um, bum, 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 oh, bum, yeah, bum, yeah, bum, yeah. Bum, bum, yeah, yeah, that'll be in the trailer, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That says, like, disastrous comedy of errors. It's a fucking train wreck. Like, every possible bad decision that could have been made was made, and it's beautiful. Beautiful to watch that unfold. It's beautiful. Like, yeah. You it's just gorgeous. the money. I disagree. They- I think it could be <laughs> the money. <laughs> the money. Like you could have fixed. There's so much. So yeah, we saw this in the Chinese theater in Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, California, right? Yeah, and we the, were in LA. Congratulations, in LA. congratulations, <laughs> guys! But the homelessness in that area is quite devastating. Like it's this yeah. really, it's this really full-on part of America where you know, like the theater where they have the Oscars is just down the road, mm. and if you walk for like ten minutes, you see some of the most like confronting homelessness. Yeah. And the money that was made, the money that was used yep. to make this film could have fixed so many issues in LA. <laughs> to, to say nothing of all, the, of all the carbon that was spewed into the atmosphere from the computers that were rendering that nightmare. Oh my God, God. my God. Like, it's just this, all, and all that's going through my head when I'm watching this, like, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's an, exper- an enjoyable experience on multiple levels.
so you made the mistake uh, on our orders of <laughs> of watching this alone on your laptop with Korean subtitles. With Korean subtitles from some fucking Russian streaming site. When did you realise you were hating it? Oh. Probably in that scene where they're in front of the fountain and they're all prancing. Okay, so the, so the opening yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where they're just going like practical cats. Jellical practical cats. Jellical cats. What the fuck is a jellical? I can't even say it. I, I'm say causing it. me pain. Just say it, jellical. No, I can't. Look. I don't even know what it is. I, I don't care. Well, I think we've answered the question whether the, uh, whether the Gretz is jellical or not. <laughs> yeah, you're clearly not jellical. No, you're pollicle. <laughs> you're a pollicle. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. What did you think of the added song? Have you discussed oh, the added song? I don't like that added song. No. It's a beautiful ghost. Well, I was saying mm. to Cameron, just, <laughs> just, before mm. Cameron got, uh, just before you got here, I was saying to Cameron, I'd never really tapped into the lyrics of it, and it's quite a nasty song. Because basically well, I guess they're I going, haven't. fuck you, Grizabella, for feeling sorry for yourself. Yes. At least you had a good life at one point. Mm. All you are haunted by is your good memories. I don't even have good memories. Mm. And then Grizabella slinks back into the shadows and old Deuteronomy goes, oh, you're the white cat, I like you. <laughs> you, can be, you can be a jellical, come on in. Or Grizabella's got rivulets of snot streaming out of her face the whole time. Actually, I have to say, like, even when, when I listen back to the soundtrack now, when I play just the overture... I'm just laughing immediately. Like, yeah. I'm just... It just fills me with so much joy. It's already, like, why? This is the most stressful thing yeah. I've ever heard in my yeah. entire life. Isn't it just, yeah, it's, it's nightmarish. <laughs> oh, also, that was really bad when you used to hear that, like, in that beginning Jellicle song and the, you can hear the really fast piano, blah, 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 and I was just, I hate that. I hate that. You can just imagine the dudes playing that music. That, and That fucking key change that happens in the Jellicle oh, song yeah. is one of the greatest things in the world, where it's like you think it's petering out and then it goes full techno yeah. <laughs> with the Caribbean drums <sighs> and we're back in. It's so fucking You hear an electric in. guitar <laughs> <laughs> we're back <laughs> in. <laughs> Back I thought in, the yes. song was petering off. I thought I was gonna get it. No, we're back. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that crap. <sighs> and whenever you, whenever you hear like an electric guitar and a musical, I'm like, stop <laughs> trying. <laughs> so you, uh, you're not a fan of the electric guitar in the Phantom of the Opera when they're going through the catacombs. I've never seen Phantom of the Opera. Oh, it's this brilliant moment where he's taking her underground and they're on a boat <laughs> and it's all moan. <laughs> <laughs> Like really again, I used to watch. I used to watch the ads for that and go, "How is Frank Spencer (laughs) 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 of the opera?" (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I did a whoopsie underneath the cathedral. (laughs) (laughs) How is that the same man? How is it the same man, Mum? I don't know. Who cares? There's another bit in this movie. And I don't know if this is in the play as well, but because I was, you know, when you're at high, like time is is affected a little bit. Sometimes things seem like longer than they are. I I think from my memory, the amount of times um, uh, magical Mister Mistopheles mm. tried to make the magic happen, mm. but then it didn't, oh. and then they like sung again to get him. In my mind, it happened like a hundred and fifty times. <laughs> Like that section of the movie didn't end where it was like he'd swing his fucking pencil and nothing would happen. And then and then they'd stand there and then very quietly one person would go Oh well, <laughs> and like, and that just happened so many times. It happened so many times that after we saw the film for like a week, whenever there was silence, it was just so easy to fill it. Was, oh. oh. 
When you watch this movie, do you feel embarrassed for the performers? In yes, it? yes, and I and I, no, I actually kind of resent them because they all take themselves so seriously. It's like Idris Elba is not taking himself seriously. I don't Come think. On. I don't. Weirdly, I don't think. Um, um, British dude, fat one. James Corden. I don't think he is either. I think he has a moment of when he's like, oh, cats. I think he is having an awareness of like, this is bogus. Like, I was like him of all people. I don't think he's into anything he does. I think he oh, just right. does it to fucking, you know, further his career. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the way he turned on cats uh, the day after it was released oh, is, is yeah. foul, disgusting. Right, I didn't know much about that. Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. He didn't even watch it and just said, I haven't even seen it. I've heard it's terrible. Oh, yeah, it's no good. Craven. Awful. <laughs> Not a good guy. Not a good guy. Craven. Was that another cat, Craven? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Craven and I'm here to sing. <laughs> I have to say, while I think of it, I can't remember. It was right at the end. The scene is in it. I think it's like the lead uh, actor and two of the males and I can't even remember the scene distinctly, but the guys are twitching and moving and acting like cats and looking lovingly behind this lead actor while they're talking, you know, making eyes at each other and stuff. And I uh, believe you are referring to the addressing of the cats. Yes. When old Deuteronomy is talking down the barrel of the camera and Victoria Monkstrap and uh, Mr. Mistopheles mm. are behind oh, yeah. her. Yes. And you clearly in that moment see, oh, they're not actors, they're dancers. Yes. And they have to stay in this solitary locked off shot for about yes. three solid and minutes. They're, and they're kind of... And it's act- awful. It's insufferable yeah. watching them all like purring and mewing at each other. I dreamt about that for (laughs) nights on end and if I didn't wear a sleep apnea device probably would have woken up screaming. (laughs) So it was more of a muffled... Give me some water. But but, uh, that that scene in particular really stuck with me because I felt awful for the people pretending to be cats. What also <laughs> Just felt like what is happening here. Also you're really good at your craft and now you're in the background going, look at me, I'm a cat. <laughs> was there any part of the movie you you liked? Was there any moment where you're like, yeah, this is fucking, come on, the McCavity song's good. Um, you liked it when Idris Elba took his coat off, right? Uh, when going up those stairs. No. <laughs> hated that. <laughs> Hated that. <laughs> I think I like I like Jennifer Hudson's memory. I thought like yeah, you know, she does have a great too. great yeah. voice. I have to say that performance it feels like I think Jennifer Hudson is a super talent and has this amazing voice, and that performance ruined me. Like I could not breathe while it was happening because she is so into it. Like she is selling it like it's good. And it is unbelievable because, you know, there's even a point in the singing where you hear her voice just crack ever so slightly. In the key And it's like, oh, she is into this Mm. and this is misguided. And it's unbelievable. Like I, that that might have been my favourite moment. 
That and that actually moved you, like no, ironically moved no, you. No, no, <laughs> I thought it was awful, but I was like, uh, but but, but, her, but she was putting in. But when you say you're crying, do you mean you actually you're crying from laughter or you're crying from like? Well, I was crying because I couldn't her. breathe because I was like, what are you doing? Why are you putting so much effort yeah, into this? Yeah, yeah, she you're, was giving it an eleven out of ten in a six out of ten. Mate, this movie. is this is it was the kind of the way she performed that song was like. Maybe I can get a best supporting actress mm. in a musical or a comedy she, at the Golden Globes. Hundred percent. She was singing that song like she'd forgotten that she was going to be CGI'd into a cat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson's was ruined to me by the stupid crying. I didn't know why she was crying. She has a beautiful voice, but those the snot rivers yeah, coming snot. out of her. And, and why was she crying? I didn't get it. She'd been scorned. So? It wasn't worth that much. <laughs> so you remember when they all formed the Greek chorus and they're all chanting, Grizabella. Yeah, well... Come on, you were bullied in high school, right? Everyone, everyone was bullied yeah, in high right. school. You know what that's like. Yeah, everyone but what that warranted, that warranted, not to perf- her performance <laughs> to be compromised, that wa- warranted a fake Delta Goodrum glue tear. Not a full-on... Not rivulets uh, of yellow snot spraying yeah. out of her uh, non-cat nostrils. Here's one thing. Can anyone describe to me... What the fuck um, uh, the glamour cat is singing about that makes everyone cry? Because there's what there's I can't what I can't figure out is she's I can't figure out what she's talking what about. Memory is about. I feel like I feel like they're just crying because the song sounds sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't connect what she's singing. To why all the cats are just bawling their fucking eyes well, out. Well, I think she's singing about a time when she felt young and yeah. beautiful and relevant, and now she's kind of older and no one looks at her anymore, yeah. and she's been cast out. So I think people are sad because it's a song about the passing of time and the loss of youth yeah. and blah blah blah. You, you, you watch right. this in LA. That song sums up the LA experience perfectly, right? <laughs> um, well, not for us because we're um, young, hot, up and coming. Oh, so sorry, I guess sorry. We didn't relate to it, so we didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've really revealed your privilege there, guys. <laughs> I just want to say I'm really devastated you had an answer. Um, <laughs> hey, I just want to say we've watched this movie about four times now, so we're right. We're prime. Uh, uh, like, yeah, okay, that's that's fine. I guess that's fine. At the time, it was very confusing to me. And that other, there's a moment where the second, so not the main cat, not the not the ballerina. She's a professional ballerina. I don't know. I don't know what these cats' names. Victoria. 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 You know, like her. The one whose name we never really. The one who's mining her around. Monk Strap. His name is Monk Strap. Of course it is. (laughs) Monk Strap. When he sheds a single tear, like the actor makes a tear go down, it was very confronting for me. I didn't understand what was happening. It was his moment. Oh, and can we also talk about how fucking much um, Sir Ian McKellen just fucking goes yes. for it? Yes. Yes. Very good. Very good. Yes. Doesn't he just give an unnecessary amount of effort to this film? I would say him and Dame Judy equally, who are, they're peerless and they are, it's absurd that they're in this movie, they're Dame and Sir, Mm -hmm. and they fucking give it everything they've got. Yeah. They, like, Ian, Ian, Sir Ian McCallan could have just turned up, done him, done Gandalf. Yeah, exactly. And like, and been fine. It would have been fine. Like, it would have been a great performance. I really respected just how... (laughs) 
much he really went for. I, I, I'm very impressed by him. Well, I think old Gus was uh, his whole story was the theater isn't as good as it used to be. So I think he felt very passionately about mm, it. Yes, yeah. yeah, it was probably drawing. But I, I, I felt like his fun, uh, so Ian's finest moments weren't even his number. It was when he does the meow 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 meow, meow 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 meow, which is just like what is fucking happening. <laughs> and then and then uh, his finest hour. I've had to watch the film several times to even decipher what he's saying. But do you remember when he yeah. chases uh, Ray Winston's growl tiger off the plank and, and he drowns in the Thames? And then yeah. Ian McKellen turns to camera and says, I am the fiend of the veil, but <laughs> says it in this really elongated, I'm the fiend of the veil. <laughs> and it's really, oh, yeah, no. really upsetting. No idea what he was saying. I'm uh, the fiend of the veil. What does that even mean? That, mean? that is horrifying. <laughs> if someone said that before they stabbed you, you'd, <laughs> you'd be. It's like that's like Sam Jackson's fucking Ezekiel speech in Pulp Fiction. That's terrifying. <laughs> I feel like, what was Tom Hooper trying to do? <laughs> I feel so bad now. What? He's a millionaire, it's fine. Yeah, but is he not really embarrassed? Like- I don't know, because I feel like he might not have got the reaction from the public that he wanted, but the people that love this movie fucking so, well, well, love this movie. Are people genuinely liking it? I think mo- the people that are loving it, that we've spoken to, have loved it on the level that you... Love yeah, it. and us. But it's not like a. Oh, this is so shit. It's great. No, it's not like it's the not room. Like that. It's, it's incredibly that. well, a well yeah. accomplished yeah. bit of it's cinema. Every scene, I'm sitting there going, I have no idea what I'm looking at, and gun to my head, I could not predict what's going to be happening ten minutes <laughs> yeah. from now. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, in a world where films are very similar, Ugh. to to sit there and, and have that feeling, yeah, and to and to see visual stuff that was so, whether it was intentional or not, grotesque and confronting was. I, I had a fucking. I had one of the no, best I, times. No, I I agree with everything you say. I think it is a genuinely. <laughs> I was about to say the G word. I was going to say good, but then I thought, hang on. I don't know if that's the best way to describe it. It is extremely well executed. Incredibly it's, unique. Yeah. There's nothing like it. The, the closest comparison that I think we could have is Tim and Eric or something mm. like that. Like that kind of crazy. Yeah, but there's no humour. There's no, mm. you know when you're making a joke. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think anyone's gone, this will be funny. They've gone, this will be excellent. And I will sign on to do this with my whole heart, like as much as I can give it my best performance, because I believe this will be something good. There is a question I wanted to ask you as yeah. a person who watches a lot of film. <laughs> can something be unintentionally genius if that wasn't the intent of the creator? Like an unintentional masterpiece, but not the masterpiece that the yeah, guy that made I'm it was I'm saying going it for. is a genius thing. Because you think of how other geniuses fail once they've done some good things. They release two amazing albums, and then everyone just goes, that album's no good, the, th- the next one, right? Yeah, This yeah, is yeah. not that. This is two films that everybody liked, and then Cats. And you go, well, Cats is still pushing buttons everywhere. I would say this is genius mm. at its upper level, and <laughs> in 50 years some kid's going to discover this on whatever format they watch films on and go, wow, I had this is crazy, this is amazing. Did someone make this? How did they achieve this? Like, how did this get allowed? Mm. And I think that means it's a masterpiece. I think 
Whether it's what they intended or not, I think it just shows that they've got a lot going on. And I can't believe that it'll be forgotten. Like, you know, and this is something we keep coming back to of this, like, I think this film has a long, long life ahead of it, but just not what the the you know production company or the studio imagined for it. Yeah. I'm quite saddened to think that it hasn't done well. It hasn't, has it? It lost $80 mm. million. Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look, I, I, Ben and I are of the theory that p- potentially this film is a masterpiece. Are you going to flat out deny us that? Yes. Okay. 100%. Is the musical a masterpiece, the original work? Um, I mean, yes. Like, I, I am fully aware why people hate it, right? Yeah. I can absolutely understand why people think it is absolute bonkers stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't imagine what an amateur production of this musical is like. My, my Holiday Actors, which is the amateur musical theatre group that I um, grew up with in Warnable, uh, in 2020 will be doing an amateur production of Cats. Oh, wow. hey, it was like stockings full of paper oh, and shit. Oh. Yuck. And I do, I do wonder what the fuck that would be like. I, it feels like if you don't have the kind of grand scale of production that's involved in a professional production and the kind of choreography that you can see in a professional production, I don't know what, what else is what really going on there mm-hmm. um but again all i can base on is my personal experience and connection to those two productions and the soundtrack and it and it has some meaning for me and tom hooper took that away <laughs> do you think it would have been more successful if it was more of a like queer camp film like if it was for example baz Luhrmann? yeah or, i think so it wasn't camp enough or who's the guy that did um Hedwig and the Angry Inch, John, oh, John Michael, yeah. I can't remember. But that yeah. that was that's good because that sells it. Yeah, um, I think if it was if it really lent into camp yeah. that whole world, and it didn't, it was too serious. Yeah, maybe it was a bit too serious. And this is crazy this to is say. Love, this is what I love about mm. it. Like I mm. like see see for me, what I love about it is the contrasting feelings of it. The fact that it is so absurd and so visually grotesque and yet it's taking itself so seriously. Yeah. It creates this weird kind of like friction in my head where I feel deeply uncomfortable watching it. And I really like like I really like it. I feel like it's the the longest grossest adult swim sketch ever made. I like that it's a big swing. It's a big swing mm. and they they really went for it and I would much rather see something that fails because they took a chance than played it safe. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Do you think it's the worst movie of the decade? No. Not at all. Mm. Like it, no 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 because it, it, it's it's ambition stops it from being the worst film. Correct. It's movies that don't have any ambition. It's, it's movies that are people like this and this and this and this and this, and we're going to put them together, and there it is. Yep. Mm. That, that, to me, is a f- much bigger failure of a film. Yep, I, I, would, I would much rather see a film where you just go in and you fucking give it all, and yeah. it just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. But you, you, you did it. You did it. You know? And it ends up working in a wholly different way. Oh, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, like I hope that the, you know, like I completely understand where if you make something you pour your heart into it cause, because nobody, people forget nobody's making anything to fail. Mm. People are all making things to succeed and it's like, you know, it's everyone in that, process wanted that film to be a hit and they wanted it to succeed and sometimes shit just doesn't work out but Mm. at least you know you gave it a crack yeah and it was awful 
<laughs> but you can learn from it. Mm. Like maybe for your next movie, don't fucking CGI the fur, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a war movie. I'm telling you, don't CGI the fur. <laughs> I think this is one of those movies where if, if you went and watched it and you genuinely were like, that was a bad movie and I didn't have fun, I don't want to fucking know you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like, agree. Like, like, come on, there is so much joy to have in yeah. watch and and like I know like we're laughing and taking the piss out of it and stuff, but I loved watching this mm-hmm. movie. I really, really, truly enjoyed it. Not for the reasons that the filmmakers wanted me to. <laughs> clearly, look at this point; they'll take whatever they can get. I think. <laughs> yeah, but like I, 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 I loved it, and I would absolutely watch it again in a heartbeat. Like I, I, I just, it's, it's so, it's fucking cooked, man. Yeah, it's a triumph of trying something different. And if you didn't like it, then you're a cynical asshole. Yes. <laughs> It's strange. I'm sorry, I don't have anything else. But it is. But that's what's really good. Things that work like that. Yeah. Things that, in that, when you do have an accident and things slow down and then you can remember everything, the color of the, the, the 20 cent coin that had a texture marking on it, uh, you know, that came out of the con- the container near the window. Like, you remember these things in, in, when you start to think about it. And as we discussed, cats, that's how I feel. Like, we're going through and you're telling me stuff and it's blowing my mind because I do have – but it's like a dream, the way dreams work. Yeah. Mm. But to make a film that works like a dream, mm-hmm. well, you know, well done. Yeah, agree. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Craig is right. Cats is a movie that feels like a dream, but one of those dreams that you have right before you wake up when you're a little bit panicked and weirdly horny and not yet ready to face the real world. A nightmare, I guess, is what I'm describing. Cats is like a nightmare. Thank you for listening to Wise Cats Episode 3. Big thank you to all of our comedian guests. Next week, we're going somewhere a little bit different with this journey. We're diving deep into the world of visual effects and digital fur technology with some animation experts who, spoilers, may or may not have had some involvement in the film. Finally, we can get to the dark, jellical heart of important questions like... Can you confirm or deny the butthole cut? (laughs) That's next week on Why is Cats? Why is Cats is hosted by Cameron James and Ben Elwood for Sats Pants Radio. Produced and edited by Sean Allen. Yeah.